Good morning, everybody. This is Jeremiah Craig coming at you from Seattle. It's June 27th, Wednesday at 8.10 a.m. I'm waiting for the bus here. Today, a podcast went live on The Anchor Nation. Mr. Kevin Touch and I had a little conversation over the weekend, and that got published today. So head on over to Anchor Nation when you get a chance and check out our discussion. You know, when I record and chat with with people I sometimes I get a little bit intense when it when I'm talking about my thoughts about how I'm marketing myself or thoughts about what I should be doing in music it gets it gets intense because I'm, I'm thinking about it all the time and <clears throat> at work I work at a PR agency right now it gets to be like that sometimes too where I'm like this is what we should do you know it's like very straightforward and direct and a lot of people see that as really aggressive and just straightforward like not emotional enough right I'm not putting enough emotion into the way that I put come across with things and I know that I do this in 2010 or 2011 I was working at a telecommunications company in upstate New York And they had me go through this thing that they called DISC training. And in DISC, there are basically four different pieces of this pie. And you land someplace depending on your personality. Uh, So there's the D portion, there's the I, right? There's S and C. So you land someplace in there depending on how you act at work and how you get things done, your leadership style. And I don't remember exactly what they all mean, but I remember that I am a D. I am a huge D. <laughs> I am, and that's the joke, right, that, that comes along with dick, disc training is that if you're a D, you're basically perceived as a dick. Because D's are very straightforward. They are very to the point. Let's not waste time talking. Let's do. And that's how I am. I, I, I know that sometimes this can be taken wrong. In fact, most times, especially on the West Coast, people don't deal very well with that type of personality. Yeah, I guess it's just the way I was brought up. So maybe maybe I'll talk a little bit about being a D on the disc personality trait test. And if you have taken this test, let me know where you land. But let's talk about that. This is Jeremiah Craig. Stay with me today. I'm Jeremiah Craig. Thank you for tuning in. I got stories to tell and songs to sing. Now they call me a balladeer to find out why just lend an ear at me. Stick with me a little while and I will promise I will make you smile. My name is Jeremiah Craig. Thank you for tuning in.
Welcome to another edition of A Defining Moment with Jonathan Jiryu. Today on Defining Moment, we are defining disc assessment because Jeremiah Craig was too lazy to look it up before he started the podcast. Disc is a behavioral assessment tool based on the disc theory of psychologist William Moulton Martson, which centers on four different behavioral traits, dominance, inducement, submission, and compliance. This theory was then developed into a behavioral assessment tool by industrial psychologist Walter Vernon Clark. This has been another edition of A Defining Moment with Jonathan Jerio. Today, we defined disc assessment. Thank you for listening. Damn. Didn't realize that Jonathan Jerio still had all my passwords. Guess I gotta deal with that now. But, hey, that's okay. If he's gonna contribute like that, I'm totally cool with it. You know? But he's right. You know, I didn't plan. I just sort of winged it here. And he has inspired me to go about this a little bit differently. So I'm heading over to DiscInsights.com where we can break down what Disc is. And, and this site has a little bit different name for each one of the letters but it, it it's basically the same thing so on diskinsights.com they're calling it the D anyways they're calling it the D dominant general characteristics of a D in the disc behavioral assessment test so we're assessing how people behave not their emotions right it's just about how they behave. So, general characteristics of a D. Direct, decisive, high ego, strength, problem solver, risk taker, self-starter. I'm proud of all those, although those general characteristics also have their weaknesses. Like I was saying, in being direct, that comes off as being a dick a lot of times. Also, high ego comes across that way as well. Value to a team within an organization. Ds are bottom line organizers. They place value on time. They challenge the status quo. That's that's me, and I've gotten trouble for that too. And they're also innovative. Possible weaknesses. Oversteps authority. They have an argumentative attitude. They dislike routine and they attempt too much at once. I am definitely guilty of all of those, actually, especially attempting too much at once. The greatest fear of a D is being taken advantage of. I gotta be honest, that is my greatest fear. That is my greatest fear. Motivated by new challenges, power and authority to take risks and make decisions, 
Freedom from the routine and mundane tasks. Changing environments in which to work and play. I am motivated by all of those things. New challenges, yes. Uh, to take risks and make decisions. I, I really do like taking risks. And that's also in the general characteristics as well. Risk taker. Uh, pushing myself to see what I can do in music and in marketing as well. But coming back to this, you know, it's, it's interesting to look at these traits and basically look at myself from the outside because I'm looking at myself on a piece of mobile phone screen right now, right? And these general characteristics can be seen as strengths and also weaknesses. Being direct can be a weakness, right? But overstepping authority, maybe you could consider that a strength, especially if you have to get shit done and they're keeping things from happening, right? Which definitely comes across as being a dick a lot of the times. So part of DISC goes further than this. It's recognizing the way that you act and behave, those traits that you have, the traits that I have in being a direct, decisive person with a high ego looking to solve problems and take risks. How do I interact with other people around me who aren't like that? Uh, the eyes, the influence people who are enthusiastic, trusting, optimistic, persuasive, talkative, impulsive, and emotional. The S's, which on DiscInsights.com stands for steadiness. Their characteristics are good listeners, their team player, possessive, steady, predictable, understanding, and friendly, and finally compliant, which is the C. Their characteristics are they're accurate, analytical, conscientious, careful, fact finder, precise, high standards, systematic. So when I'm thinking about how I act around other people and how it can maybe drag down or cause them stress. Maybe my directness causes other people stress. I just have to keep that in mind so that I can actually get stuff done because not getting stuff done is going to stress a D out. Like it really stresses me out for things that should take only about half as long as they do take most times. That's totally me, especially... Uh, since I've done so much by myself as an independent solo musician, touring, I've booked my own shows, I write my own music, I record my own stuff most times. So working with other people in an office sometimes feels like it can go really slow, and when I'm direct to, get it, to make it go faster, with a person who's a C or an S will actually make things go slower. So that's what DISC is about. It's about recognizing your strengths and weaknesses and how those strengths and weaknesses come across to other people so that you can actually get things done. So I've been thinking about this a lot recently because when some of my coworkers read emails that they've received out loud, not from me, but when they read some of these emails out loud, 
they, they call out things that they find rude, right? That are just direct, that are emails that I actually appreciate. You know, the one-line emails that, you know, don't take up too much of my time, which is exactly what I want. So when they're saying that a direct email sounds rude and it offends them, I take note of this because it doesn't offend me. Those same emails, they, like, it's actually what I prefer. So it's very interesting to notice these differences now that I'm back in a workplace where there's a lot of different people who are, are, are much different behaviorally on the DISC behavioral assessment than me. So I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Do you know what you are based off of what I just said? Or have you taken the DISC behavioral test before? Where, where do you stand and how do you deal with other people who are Ds or Ss or Cs or Is? Right? And, and do you think about that when you're interacting with people at work or just interacting with people in general? I, I haven't been thinking about that. So I think I just need more of an effort to think about how I come across to other people. But not too much. Because I do really enjoy being a D. I do enjoy being a risk taker. I do enjoy... Uh, being direct and I do kind of enjoy new challenges it's true it's true but I definitely attempt too much at once I am known for that like that is one of my biggest weaknesses and I will become anxious because of it yeah that's what I'm thinking about today Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. I really appreciate you coming in here and checking me out and even listening to the Anchor Nation today with Kevin Touch. So I'll catch you all soon. Let's get to some call-ins. Peace. Jeremiah, I've heard those expressions all my life, and I never had any idea of their meaning. And... uh it's kind of creepy. Of course, that's the truth of a lot of history, but I really learned a lot from this particular podcast. Oh, it's so creepy, Buster Jack. And that's the part I love about telling stories is that I get to learn these things too and then share the little-known facts like where saved by the bell came from where dead ringer came from where the saying graveyard shift came from all of these things came from the same event i love it i i if it feels like this is what i was made to do and for you to call in and let me know that you're enjoying it too means the world so thank you so much i got lots more i got lots more coming so definitely stick with me man i appreciate it Jeremiah, that song is so beautiful. I've missed your podcast, and I've missed podcasting myself, so I'm reacquainting myself with the Anchor community, um, and I just wanted to say that song is just so beautiful. 
So again, you are so talented and I'm excited to get reacquainted with your podcast. Take care. I mean, literally, this reminds me of Bob Dylan so much, and it means so much to me today because my father-in-law loves Bob Dylan, and he's not doing very well. So it's just a beautiful song. It reminds me of him. Thanks for calling, Sister Legs. Bob Dylan is a huge influence of mine, so that means a lot. That's a huge compliment that you would say that. Also, I hope that your father-in-law is doing better or will be doing better soon. I I wish him a fast recovery for whatever is wrong. It sounds serious. So uh, you have my best wishes and you're in my thoughts. Welcome back to Anchor, by the way. Uh, we've definitely missed you here for sure. Your voice is an incredible addition and I can't wait to hear what you have to share musically as well. Um, it's, it, it's great to hear your voice, Sister Legs. Thank you for calling in. Peace. Hey, Jeremiah. It's Pete McHugh. Just want to let you know I really enjoyed your interview with Kevin Touch today in the Anchor Nation. thought it was very informative. It was just a real enjoyable listen. And uh, I just enjoyed the interview very much. Also, have you ever considered recording this particular cult it's a, it's a great song, and it's just got a great lyrical tone. Actually, actually, dude, it sort of reminds me a bit of like Bob Dylan in his folk days before he uh, went electric at the Newport Musical Festival in 1965, Newport Music Festival, like you talked about on your Day in Music History segment many moons ago. Yeah, man, I've been listening to you. For a minute or two. I enjoy your show. That's why. Anyway, man, have a great night. Looking forward to talking to you very soon. Be well. Pete. Hey, man. Yes. You know, I think I should bring back that Today in Music segment. I've been thinking about it for a while, so maybe I'll bring that back tomorrow. Uh, The song This Particular Cult is already recorded, except I released it as like a mixtape sort of deal. So after my first album in 2011, I recorded a another set of songs, basically an album a few months later uh, called Phantom Forsake. And that's what this particular cult is on. It's not on Spotify, though. It's not on Spotify, though. It's on jeremiahcraig.bandcamp.com. Now, this is this is a Jeremiah Craig, like, buried album. I, I haven't shared it on Spotify. Maybe I should. Let me know if you think that I should, if you, if you feel like you want to listen to it. This particular cult is on that album, though. And... Yeah, man, thank you for listening to me uh, just ramble on about some nonsense. I I really don't have a plan with Anchor. It's really an area for me to gather my thoughts so that I can kill it on other platforms. But, man, thank you for sticking with me. 
I, I appreciate, I appreciate you, man. Have a great night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.